Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And yes, you bet your ass, this is Raider Greg, your host. And I'm going to go out of the normal format right now to say, for all you haters out there, that's right, Patna, this is the show you love to hate. So get ready, bitches, because I'm back with show 204, baby. <laughs> I love it. The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider fans. That's right. I had to throw a little something special in there to all them cowboy fans and all them chief fans and all them fans of other team that has to listen to the Raider Nation podcast. Because all you Raider fans out there playing it loud and proud, partner. I love it. It's great. And they call into the bone line. You know why? Here's why. I'm going to tell you guys why right now. Because they don't have a podcast. They don't have a voice. They don't have a united front like we have here at the Raider Nation podcast. It's beautiful. Some of their podcasts I've listened to, they're very weak if they have one. So we're going to try to find them all season long for you so that we can get in there and work their ass. <laughs> Just like the Raider Nation. That's how we roll, baby. Just like that. So let's get into show 204. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know about my city? The city of old. Oh, don't you know? Do you know about my city? The city of old. Oh, don't you know? Now let's take a little trip down memory lane. Okay, we're going to hit the post game for the Titans. Great game. I'm going to go over that right away. And a pregame for the Redbirds. If it flies, it dies, baby. I love it. The Redbirds are coming to town. Welcome to the black hole. If it flies, it dies. Kiffin back on the hot seat. Okay, now, you know what? Here we go again. I have to address it. There's several articles. We're going to go a bunch of different directions here, but we have to address it, even though I hate to. Here we go, another story about Kiffin's shop on the line. I thought for at least for a minute they would wait for the first game to be over. And, of course, we're going to hit the bone line, too. Let me not forget the bone line because you guys are throwing the bones. It's awesome. Thanks for coming in and doing it. Like I said, all the haters are out there listening. You guys playing the Raider Nation podcast, you're irritating a lot of people. And I love it. Thank you, man. So let's get into the first story, the postgame for the Titans. Tennessee, Tennessee, there ain't no place I'd rather be. Right, the Tennessee Titan game. It's been picked apart left and right. Um, you can find it everywhere. I mean, uh, if you're looking on the internet for things, I will just tell you my take on the game. I think we did an excellent job in all phases of the game for the first string, with the exception of Johnny Lee Higgins and, you know, a fumble. You know, their defense is very good, let me first say. Their defense is very, very good, rated, rated top five last season. Um, that's not bad. And we put it to him. Jamarcus played very well after, after a shaky start. He came in to his own. Zach Miller, strong performance from that character. Our running game showed bits of, of brilliance, of course, with Jamarcus Russell. Uh, Fargus played a little bit. And if uh, Bush was awesome, Bush played very, very well. So our running game, and, you know, mind you, Raider Nation, we're not throwing all the cards out there. You're not seeing everything that's in the book. So the basic plays were getting down, the blocks are being made, et cetera. Let me just get to one factor. Our wide receivers, 
Watkins. I don't know where this guy came from, but he came from the Falcons is where he came from, and he's playing great ball. Watch him. Drew Carter and, of course, Ronald Curry, the go-to guy. We had a couple of weak plays in there. I was kind of pissed off about the play calling a little bit. Uh, they better get a little more aggressive on it because those those conservative plays like that are going to hurt our players. Those passes to the wide receiver right at the line of scrimmage, they're dead ball plays. They're plays that the, the other team see at one time, forget about it the next time. So as far as the play calling concern, I can't really get too excited. We did do very well for a time, but the conservative calls in certain times of the downs, like last season, now they're starting to get into that habit. I don't like it. Let's not do it. Let's go after them. We have the players that can do it. We have to try. Okay, now let's get to this. Champagne Walker. That's right. Javon Champagne Walker dropped an easy pass for first down on a third down and whatever. Was chastised for it. I don't know if it was fair or unfair. I say for $11 million, it was very fair. Do your fucking job. He's not getting it done. The one that pissed me off the most was when DMAC had a great breakthrough run. He was running through the secondary, going to the sideline. And in front of him was guess who? That's right. Number 17. The punk-ass bitch is what I'm going to call him because he didn't make the block. He made no block. He ran around and walked around like it was a Sunday afternoon in the park. No blocks. And then, of course, D-Mac gets hit and down. If he could have made one good block, one good block, it was a touchdown for the Raiders. This is the kind of effort we're going to get out of this asshole. I understand trying to stand behind somebody, but Raider Nation, look at this clown. I'm going to tell you right now, he needs to leave yesterday. He will not help this team. Mark my words. <sighs> Let me get beyond that because it's tough for me to get beyond that. I'll just say that it was a great game. Special teams, our new kicker. What's his name? Elgin? <laughs> I'm telling you, that character is something. Aaron Elling. Aaron Elling is his name. And let's not forget it because this kid kicked a 57-yard field goal that's right, 57 yards, and also his uh, kickoffs were great. End zone, in the end zone, in the end zone. <laughs> we lucked out with this cat. I got to tell you right now, I take back everything I said about getting another kicker. This guy here is the real deal, holy field, and he doesn't look like it. He's a small cat, but he comes on with a boot, baby. He is a keeper for show, and I eat all my words when it comes to the kicker situation because... Man, this guy's got a cannon. And I'll tell you right now, Jan, choke on a fish bone ski, better watch out because this guy, Elling, is right on his ass. So the Titans game, I'll say our defense looked excellent. The defense was flying around the ball like nobody's business. It was really good to see Rob Ryan putting on some serious pressure to the quarterback something we were missing greatly last season. The blitzes were totally missing throughout the year, and I see that we're starting off with an aggressive, aggressive defense. I love it. The hits were hard, and they were fast, and they were awesome. I am concerned with our running game. However, we did, you know, we did do okay for the most part, but we did have some holes in there, and it showed the last game. So... We need to really stiffen that run defense up, although I believe it is better. But I'll, I'll tell you, the thing that's helping us out a lot is the pressure on the quarterback. And our first team defense shut everybody down. There was no running. Vince Young had no hope or nothing. I am concerned, however, with the fragile secondary. And I say fragile because when the first string was out, we were getting picked apart left and right. It looked like last season all over again. And that is something else I'm going to come to right now in the conclusion of this post game, is that I'll tell you, other fans have said it. Um, David Casper said it, and you'll hear it in his bone line message, but I'll tell you, I had the same sinking feeling when we fumbled a ball on the goal line with two minutes left in the game. I thought it was just a, it was like a flashback of last year, seeing our team 
winning into the waning minutes of the fourth quarter and losing by a field goal or a touchdown. And when they started to move the ball up the field, I had that sick feeling in my stomach like every other Raider fan in the freaking world. And it happened just like you thought it was going to happen. Because <laughs> it happened, and I just thought to myself, that's how it works. The problem with this game was big mistakes at the wrong time. I'll tell you, Johnny Lee Higgins made a bad mistake. He made a bad call. Thank God it was in, in the preseason, and he could get his ass chewed out for that. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll tell you this, that uh, they shouldn't have let Echimondu try to make the touchdown at the end of the game. They should have put someone fresh in there, Bush or someone else, and run the ball, touchdown, we could have gone home with a victory, no word said. But Echimondu had a 77-yard run. He did a great job. Rankin also did very well, too. Both those cats look really good and are running. We got a great running attack. I'll tell you that right now. Long story short, though, the fumble um, by O'Neal was not his fault. You know, it wasn't his fault. It just a fumble. He's not, a, he doesn't carry the ball very much ever. And he went in and they got a great defense. Boom, boom, happened. Ball came out. Um, Johnny Lee learned another lesson. You never take a ball on the five yard line, baby. You just don't. There's a reason for it. So uh, he should have let that ball go and move on. He was a little excited. So we should have won the game because they didn't earn that touchdown. They didn't earn the touchdown to take them ahead. We gave it to them. We gave them two turnovers, which ultimately cost us the game. We cannot have that happen, folks. We cannot have it happen. The other thing we can't happen, we can't have anybody in that secondary first-team defense get injured because it doesn't bode well for us on the second string. I'll tell you that right now. We are rebuilding. We've got a great team. The good things about this team is that I feel they have a commitment to win, with the exception of Champagne Walker, the team looks pretty good. Okay, that's the post game. Okay, here we go. The pregame for the Redbirds. I went everybody's heard about the bird. This week at the McAfee Coliseum at home, home game. That's right, folks. Another preseason game for us. It shouldn't be super crowded because uh, it's not as nasty as that Niners thing. But you do want to see your team, so get your ass in a seat. You know what I'm saying. Buy a ticket. That's right. Get your ass in a seat and go see your team. Uh, it's much more reasonable to get one now than later. So let's see, what do we got going on with the Deadbirds? We got a new coach, Wisen Hunt. He is a good coach. I wanted him to be our coach. I love Lane Kiffin, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't train him right now for nothing. But Wisen Hunt was my choice for coach to the Raiders, and of course he came for the interview and left promptly and signed with the cards. You know, And that was, of course, a big joke in the media situation. Oh, the Raiders can't even get a coach. The Cardinals get it, blah, blah, blah. You've heard it. I've heard it. Well, the Cardinals are much improved, especially on the defense, because that's Wisenhunt's specialty, the defense. So he's worked hard on the defense this year, and he's got some great pass rushers, and we're going to have a hell of a time on our hands this week against their first string. So we'll have to keep an eye on that and what happens there. And Quan Boldham, star receiver for them, of course, is looking for a trade. <laughs> what a shame we didn't take this kid before Walker. I wish we'd have got sniffed to that and, and taken him out of there because he would have been a, a much better player than uh, Champagne Walker. But Anquan's been wanting to get out ever since Drew Rosenhaus, his agent, started shopping him, and the team didn't care. Please shop him, okay? Big problem. The other thing is Weisenhunt piped in with we didn't need him, a lot of comments in the media, so there's bad blood there. So it's a good thing for our team because he's not happy. Fitzgerald almost didn't get in there either, 
he got signed, but they're really tough on a cap right now, and they're in big-time cap trouble. So they offered Anquan Bolin half of the money that Fitzgerald got, and he ain't going for that. You can believe it. So there's a lot of stress there. They lost to the Saints 24-10, to so that just tells me the Saints are back in form. They got a good running game and a good passing game back, so we got to watch out for those Saints. I worry more about that than I do the Cards. Now, they put a beat down on the Chiefs, uh, but the Chiefs did play very well, but they fumbled the ball when it came to scoring situations. The Chiefs put 153 rushing yards on them and 193 passing yards on them, so they had a really good split um, as far as balance of uh, running game and passing game, I just don't think the Chiefs had the defense to slow down the Cardinals, which tells me that the passing game is the ultimate weapon for them. They do have Edron James, of course, who uh, ran four times for this last game for 20 yards, so he's averaging five yards a carry, and Oakland better slow that shit down right now. There's a new kid, Tim Hawthorne. He's almost putting up four yards a carry, so another running team we're going to have to be ready for, and I think that we are. I think you'll see our first-string defense knock this guys out and stop them on either end of the ball. Now, oh, gosh. Leinert, who's going to play? Um, that's another thing. Leinert, of course, was a student of Lane Kiffin back in the day. So Lane has a good idea of how Leinert plays, which is going to be to our advantage. It's kind of funny how that works. I do think that we can put a hurt on the cards, but they're looking to win, man. These guys have lost a lot longer than we have. Matter of fact, way longer. And there's another team that has a good coach with a good organization behind them. So look for them to be much improved this time, even though we have a much better record against them. Uh, this isn't the same Cardinals team we've seen in the past. This is one of those teams that can come up in the NFC and put the hurt on people. I know San Francisco better be afraid, very afraid because they play much better than San Francisco and have beaten them down in recent years. So I think our game should be good. I think our running game should be exceptionally well when you consider that Kansas City ran uh, with Johnson against them and put on some pretty good yards, 153 rushing yards. We should be able to do, if not better, at least that much. And our passing game is much improved. That's where we're going to have a much better chance to, to win this game is with our passing game. They have a great pass rush. This is going to be an interesting game. So keep an eye on our first string. Watch Champagne Walker. Watch how he blocks down the field. Watch that punk. I can't stand that guy. I hope You better come up and do some things so I can eat my words because right now I ain't eating shit, okay? He's eating it and because uh, he's playing like it. And if we don't get no blocks downfield from this cat during runs or receptions from other wide receivers – you know, we should dump this guy just like a bad bag of trash. It stinks. Put it out on the curb because I don't want it in my house, if you know what I'm talking about. And that's all I got to say about that. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Don't, 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 don't believe the hype. Suckers, liars, give me a shovel. Some writers I know are damn devils. From them I say don't believe the hype. They're claiming I'm a criminal, but now I wonder how, some people never know. The enemy could be the friend guardian, I'm now a hooligan, I rock the party and don't, don't believe, don't believe the hype. All right, Raider Nation, we're going to get to another subject now that I am just so sick and tired of. I can't tell you how sick and tired of it I am, but here we go again. The Lane Kiffin story is once again, blossoming here in Northern California, instigated, of course, by the Contra Costa Ragtime Doll. That's what it is. It's a paper that is just a rag. And this moron, and I want to tell you, Cam Inman, what an idiot. Well, he just wants to make a story. And of course, others have followed up on his story. So we're going to let you know why he is the asshole no, he's the stinky asshole of the week, man. This character, along with the Contra Costa rag, are both in the shithole because of this particular article that came out recently when Kiffin was being a coach. That's what I call it, being a freaking coach, taking care of business as he should. Let me go on with this stupid article. 
Is the Contra Costa Times trying to get the Raiders Kiffin fired? What's well, a story that's came out here? Uh, and this guy's trying to do a, a, a job at, at, at kind of aiming this uh, cannon at the Contra Costa Times, which writer Cam Inman, the asshole of the week, you know, writes about Kiffin's demise with the Raiders because he starts talking about players. Okay, now here's what he says when it comes down to um, Lane Kiffin, the bottom of the roster. You've got to be willing to release marginal players and live with it and pick other people up uh, for more competition. This is his complaint. When you take this job, you realize who the, who's the owner and you realize most guys don't really last long, so that's what it is. And this is what he puts in his articles. He talks about Tommy Kelly. He's got a lot to prove now with that contract. Johnny Lee Higgins, I really don't have anyone to look at in place of him as far as a punt returner goes. That's the problem. There isn't anyone there that's very dynamic with the ball. He's probably upset about the Chris Carr trade, but that wasn't his choice. I guess Al made that without him. Who knows? Javon Walker's performance in preseason is discouraging because he was paid an awful lot of money. We need him to make those plays. Okay? Does anybody see a problem with that? It goes on to talk about how Lane Kiffin spoke up too much and Al Davis has put him on the hot seat, and this could be a, a way to get him off the team as being an unfaithful um, member of the team. There's some kind of contract loophole they could use. What a bunch of bullshit. Are you sick and tired of hearing it? I sure as hell am. I thought at least they'd wait to the first loss of the season to start calling for Kiffin's ass or his head or his balls or whatever you're going to take off the guy. I swear, even the Contra Costa Times comes out and slams a local Bay Area you know, guy who's trying to make it happen, who the majority of fans are in front of or behind, and, you know, they're trying to slam the guy. Why do they have to make such stupid, and I mean stupid, things to say? This article goes on to say if Mike Shanahan did any of those things, that no one would give a shit, but they'd call him a great coach. That's what I think Kiffin is. I think he's a great coach. I do think Kelly has a lot to prove. I do think Champagne Walker is being paid a lot of money and not doing his fucking job. And the fact that he's calling him out is good. At least he's not like other guys. Well, the Tokai Raider came in and said best. I'm going I'm to bring up his post right now because it says a lot. Tokai Raider, you're the man. You've always been the man. Let me go on what he says. I think Kiffin has talked to Gruden about how to come out of this Raiders coaching job looking good. Art Shell and Norv Turner sure as hell never made that phone call. That's for sure. By being vocal in his complaints, Kiffin is giving himself an out. If this team plays poorly, he gets an out. If Kiffin wins, he's seen as a genius, someone who wins despite of the team's problems. If he loses, he's seen as someone who tried to win in a losing situation. He knows that, and he can't be silent, or else the blame could lay right on him. As it did on Shell and Turner and Callahan, etc., so unless Kiffin wins the Super Bowl, I don't see him coaching the team next season. And personally, myself, I think that's a shame. He goes on to say, it will be our loss because he's the best coach we've had since Gruden. No shit. That's absolutely true. If for nothing else than his honesty and candor, no mealy mouth Norv Turner saying we did something good out there. Oh, my gosh. No art shell insanity talking about power. No Callahan nonsense talking about the dumbest team in America. No Joe Bugle retardation hiding from a post-game press conference after a losing game. It's about time a coach called out a player for being one of the best paid at his position while playing like shit. And if the owner doesn't like it, the owner should take a look in the mirror. Amen, Tokai Raider. Now, that's a guy that comes in uh, who's been a, a, a show, a guy in the show here for a long time. Tokai Raider's the bomb, man. He knows what the hell he's talking about. 
And I agree 100% with him. And who the hell's saying Al Davis is going to get mad? Who says this is a front to him in the first place? You know what? The coach is just doing his job, folks. He's coaching. And the Contra Costa rag better get a clue. And whoever this idiot, Cam Inman, Cam, who'd raise who'd name her kid Cam? Cam Inman should just take a break and go back to reporting some Seahawks or 49ers news because he don't belong here in Oakland, partner. Because he's starting to stir some shit that's some bullshit. On the same note, let me move on to another article by Jason Jones, who I normally think is pretty on the ball. But in this article, he's way off the mark. He's trying to reach here, and he's reached uh, for thin air. His article is called Exit Strategy. Now, just from the name of the article, you can get an idea of what he's talking about. He's talking about him, Lane Kiffing, having a, a reason or a plan to get out of Oakland. <laughs> Before I even start, how the fuck do you have time to plan how to get out of somewhere when you're trying to run a camp, keep guys happy, you know, do the job of coaching, which is just a 24-hour-a-day venture, and then on top of that, plan an exit strategy for the team to get out? I just don't see it. I don't see it, folks. I don't see it, Jason Jones. I don't see it, anybody else who writes this horse shit. I see a guy trying to do his best to get his team to win. That's all I see. If him and the owners have issues, then they better work that shit out. But it's not for this media bullshit to, to bring it out like a dirty rag and wave it in everybody's face. I'll tell you what, when the Raiders start winning, all these lizards will be up underneath the rocks once again. Now here, Jason Jones talks about how Lane Kiffin, this is what he says, he rips the roster Davis ultimately decides on. How did he rip the roster? What did he say about, I don't like the team that I was given. I don't like the owner for not giving. He didn't say anything like that, Jason Jones, you moron. He's called out the players. He's called out the players, and he's called out maybe the possibility or the lack of people that he's able to get. Maybe he's trying to recruit people in the media. You don't know. But to say he's ripping Al Davis's roster is ridiculous. They work together on the roster, Padna. All the coaches. He goes on to say that Kiffin is no dummy. He's no dummy. That's right, he's no dummy. He goes on to say he knows what he, what he says has a lot of risk at team headquarters. I don't think that he's trying to make an issue. I'm sure what he said, he already said. He said it in team headquarters. And this is another thing Jason goes on. Then he goes on to say this, but the, the honesty is refreshing. No shit. Too many Raider coaches stuck with players who had no business in the NFL and said nothing. Nothing. North Turner. Nothing. Art Shell. Nothing. Joe Bugle. He goes on to rip the team about other things, the offensive line, the wide receiver core, of course, the linebacking core, which has nothing to be ripped about, but he has something to say about Ed Hartwell. So, you know, I, he's looking and digging for things that are just, you know, negative. On the punt return team, he, he talked about John Lee Higgins um, taking a step back in Tennessee, getting the touchdown. He didn't say anything about Ellings and the way he kicked the ball. This character has nothing positive to say about the Raiders today. Jason Jones, you're kind of an asshole too. I don't like your article, and it certainly leads people to the wrong direction. Kiffin is just fine, folks. Lane Kiffin ain't going nowhere, Padna. Lane Kiffin is our coach. He's doing the best he can to make it happen. Until otherwise, we all should just not deal with this bullshit. But, of course... It gets thrown in there. Every time Kiffin takes his shit, Al Davis has to approve the toilet paper color. I don't get it, but that's the way it is. 
So I had to report it because I'm pissed about it. I'm sick and tired of these assholes saying it. So I'm saying it like the Raiders are going to say it. They can eat my ass because they're assholes. And the story is just bullshit. And that's about all I have to say about that. Okay, now let's see. Are we going to hit the bone line? I think we must bone up and hit the bone line. So here we go. You guys throwing your bones, 1-800-620-7181. I love it. Okay, Randy, who's our first bone line message? Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181. Throw the nation a bone. Throw me a bone. Get on there and throw your bones. If you don't like your first recording, do it two, three, five times. I don't care. We'll pick out the best one. Don't be shy. How could you be shy? You're a Raider fan. No, we're all loud and proud. Get on the bone line because we got some guys shouting it out right here. We got some great takes. And here they are from the nation to your station. Raider Nation, this is our bone line. We got a guy right now that I got to tell you is very cool. Going to be helping us with the show this season. You'll see a lot and hear a lot from him. Dave Casper. What is going down, Raider Nation? Dave Casper here, Raider Greg, Randy. I want to start off by saying it was an absolute pleasure and a privilege to have you join me for the preseason opener against the Niners. We had a blast, didn't we? It was so much fun going out in the field and just seeing the players up close and getting to, to meet some legends. I mean, it was just amazing. And to experience that with you and Randy uh, was really cool. Only more good times ahead. But you're right, nothing beats being in the seats amongst the Raider Nation. But going to VIP never hurts once in a while. Thank you for the kind words, Raider Greg. You do so much for us Raider fans. It was the least I could do. So on behalf of all the listeners of the show, thank you, Raider Greg and Randy, for what you do. Um, a funny story, Raider Greg, Randy, my buddy Scotty, and uh, Mr. LaMonica and I are walking down to the field so I can sing the national anthem. Raider Greg is pumped, and he's in total fan mode, just looking at all the behind-the-scenes things. And then all of a sudden, a fan walks by and raises his beer in the air and yells, Raider Greg! He was totally surprised and shocked. To be recognized, and I was just kind of like, what are you talking about? Why are you so surprised? I mean, you're a huge part of the Raider Nation, and the fans love you, and there are so many people that, that listen to the podcast, and watch the video cast. Um, so you should not be surprised that you're recognized uh, at the Coliseum, brother. And I'm just honored to be a part of it all. Now, about this preseason game against the Titans, I mean, I don't know if I'm different from everybody else, but I feel like, you know, it was just an awful loss for us. I know it's preseason, but it's like those games that we're supposed to win and we don't seal a deal. It just reminds me so much of last year and how we used to go into the fourth quarter with the lead and just fall apart. Like I said, granted, it's a preseason game, but, uh, you know, it's just when you're, when you're winning and you feel like you're the better team and you don't come out of it with a W, it just hurts more uh, than anything. But anyways, I must say our running game is kick-ass. Uh, Russell put together a pretty sweet passing drive. And uh, Zach Miller, I mean, he is just going to be one of the premier tight ends of the league, that is for sure. But our running game is the focal point of this team, and I got no problem with that. The season opener is just around the corner. The Raiders return to Monday night, and uh, if you haven't been to a Monday night game at the Coliseum, be prepared for a treat because Raider fans, we tend to get a little crazier when the sun goes down, that is for sure. And you know that the Raider Nation videocast will be there tailgating all season long. So make sure you stop by the tailgate and have a beer and chill with us as we enjoy the 2008 Oakland Raider football season. One more thing, peoples. All right, go to iTunes, click on podcast, type in Raider Nation, and subscribe to the Raider Nation podcast as well as the video cast. You won't be disappointed. I mean, it's a real treat having Raider Greg do what he does for us Raider fans. And, uh, Gotta say one more thing before I hang up. Go Raiders!
Yeah, Dave, man, I have fears of last season too. <laughs> but you know, you could feel that. I mean, the sinking feeling in your throat, the whole nine yards, everything through that last two minutes of the game was grueling and it was a shock. Other fans said the same thing, as you can see. And uh, so you're not alone. Our running attack is brutal. And our, you know, the last two guys on our running attack look pretty damn good. That means one thing to me, our offensive line looks good. The Russell the Miller connection has been made. You can just say that, and it's done already. So those guys have connected. Let's hope Russell can get it together with somebody else uh, as well, because him and Miller got it going together. And uh, you'll be seeing Dave Casper on our video cast, and he'll be all over. So welcome to the show, partner. Who we got next? Oh, the double edge. <laughs> Raider Greg, Raider Nation, what's going on? This is the Double X Raider on the East Coast, the other side. And then how about them Raiders? Our Southern boys put a little bit of punishment on Tennessee last night. You know, even though we didn't come up with the victory, we still whooped that ass. So I'm calling the bone line to let you know that we holding the Raiders down on the East Coast, and I will be in Miami this year, and I will be in Tampa Bay watching us put the smack down on those holes, because you know we got to slap a hole. And I also want to let you know, i got a couple Raider haters in my office. One is a steely girl slash cowgirl, and you already talked about the what comes from Texas, so we don't even need to go there. However, that cow fag that keeps calling in, he must love the Raiders. You know, he's a closet fag, Raider wannabe, but we can't have him, man, because he's gay. So we're going to leave him alone, too, man. So... Let the Raider Nation know we are going to rise this year, and we're going to represent and kick some ass. Hold it back at me, Raider Nation. Go. Double Edge Raider. Holding it down on the east. I hear you, man. I hear you. Well, it's okay. I'm glad you're making that trip to Miami because there are cool fans there. Tampa Bay ain't been yet, but you're representing, man, representing the nation. We're everywhere. And that's how fans are, man. That's how other people roll. I bet you if you get together with some fans there, you won't be alone in the drive either. So check it out. Look for local Raider Booster Clubs out there on the east where you are and see if you can hook up with some people, man. I'm telling you, there's got to be a whole bunch going to those games. Party down, brother. You know what I'm saying. And you know how we roll anyway. I'm glad you're representing. Uh, we need it out there every game. And you know what? The Raider Nation shows up and everybody else talks about it. And that's all they do is talk about it. <laughs> Because there ain't no better fans. You know that, brother. Okay, let's see who we got next. Raider Tim. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Tim from Oklahoma. Just wanted to call and say hi to all the Raider fans out there. You know, I'm down here in Oklahoma. I got to deal with all them freaking Cowgirl fans and Chief fans and Denver Donko fans. And, you know, I got a cousin who's coming over Monday night on September 8th to watch the opening game on Monday night against the Doncos, and he's a big old Bronco fan, got jerseys and all that crap railway. And I just can't wait until we open up on the uh, on September 8th on Monday night football and kick Denver's ass. And you know, just before I get off here, I watch the uh, Titans game. Bad deal, us losing by one point, but hey, it's just preseason. And then also uh, Raider Greg and Randy, y'all do an awesome show. Been watching it for a little over a year, or uh, listening, should I say, for a little bit over a year now. And just wanted to say, excellent job, and go Raiders. You're in condiment country, huh? Yeah, I know that. Those people are fiercely haters. They're haters, you know why? Because we beat their ass. That's why. And you know why they're even more hatred this year? Because we're going to beat them twice. That's why. And you got some no reason to be ashamed, buddy. Either win or lose. Because you're Raider fan in hostile territory. You're representing. That's very awesome. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Here's an idea. Bring some blue paint with you to the game so you can say, oh, yeah, hey, let me paint the rest of your face. Throw some blue on there. That way you can be green like the Jets. Or the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> those guys in those red faces for Kansas City are too much. The Chiefs Nation. Yeah, I've heard it already. The Dead Bird, the Red Bird Nation. I've heard every other nation. You know, there's only one nation. That's right. The Raider Nation. And we're global. You know what I mean. 
Thanks for all the props. I appreciate it, man. We just like doing it. I'm glad you like listening to it because these bone line messages, they let us, Randy, you know that uh, at least somebody appreciates it out there. That's cool, man. We do love it, man. We love it. So thanks for coming in, man. Who we got next? Arizona Raider? What's up with those sissy-ass, punk-ass biatches known as the BSPN crew? They will never give the Raider their props, no matter what. Even when they're Super Bowl years, man, they always look for the weaknesses and look for bullshit to talk about. And uh, nothing's changed. And, uh, you know, they've been pounding on us for a while and stuff. And that's all going to turn around because we're back. Hey, what's up? This is Arizona Raider. Actually born in Oaktown way back in the day. But um, anyway... Yeah, so uh, I know everybody's a little bit skeptical of the uh, the pregame. Just on your last podcast, I could sense a little bit of uh, unsurety there as how we're going to do going up against the Titans. But do you freaking realize you take away two plays, two boneheaded freaking plays, that is, and we beat the shit out of them. We pounded them. We pounded them good. They, did, they would not have even freaking scored. That is just such great news. I mean, I was just freaking ecstatic of, even with all the bullshit, some of the mistakes that were made, and um, they just played a solid. The defense just stood up. And uh, can you imagine, uh, you know, there's no doubt in my mind, barring any major injuries to the line, that you're looking at a freaking top five offense, or de- off, uh, defense. Look, Ben, they didn't have freaking their starters in. We still shut them down. Didn't, uh, Hall didn't even play. I don't even think Osamoa played, did he? Shit, man. Freaking, can you imagine when, if this defense comes together with all their starters and has a few games under them? They're going to be top five, if not top three. And can you imagine? Tell me those little girls out in freaking, uh, freaking Florida, freaking Finn bitches, can you imagine what we're going to do to them? Tell me our running game isn't going to be ten times better than it was last year. What's going to happen this year when we go down there? We're going to stomp their brains in. And I hope the ground is just as wet as it was last time, because this time when you stomp on them, they'll go under the ground and they won't come back up. So, shit, man, I'm just jacked. I'm jacked about this season, man. I, uh, if uh, a few people get it together, especially Walker, the, once the, you know, if the offensive uh, receivers come together, the receivers put it together a little bit, and give freaking Jamarcus some targets other than one person named Zach Miller who played freaking awesome. Um, you know, we're definitely going to have a uh, team to contend with. And then those uh, bitches over at BSPN will have to step off, back off, and freaking bow down and recognize who the number one team is in the nation. And it's coming, baby. It is coming. The day, the day is coming real soon. And the Raiders are going to put it all together starting this year. And shit, uh, what else, man? Just freaking, man, the kicker's that. Who's that kicker, man? I think you better freaking sign him as a backup, man. Freaking, they might have to get rid of Jano. That guy was smoking, man. Freaking 71-yard 70 yard punts, man. That's insane. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, shit, man. Just uh, really looking forward to the next game. Cardinals will freaking, uh, when you watch the Cardinals play, they're like, it's like slow motion, man. They're just. Dull, boring, and I'm pretty sure that they're going to get run over this year as well, and uh, they won't have a chance against the, the Raiders if they play how they played last week. And uh, um, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking to challenge San Diego. I hope that can be the case. I mean, if everything plays out, no major injuries, team comes together, and uh, Al stays out of Kiffin's way, um, I think some good things can happen this year. And uh, just looking forward to it. So peace out. Have a good week. You're in dead bird country, man, a red bird. You know, you got to tell them the red bird is a dead bird when it comes out of this weekend because <laughs> they're going down, partner. They're going down hard. Even though Hunt is a good defensive mind, I think the birds are going to go down fiercely uh, because of our running game. I think they're going to be able to run on their ass. I just hope Russell can get away from the rush, the, the pass rush because they are brutal, brutal. And... You know, the Titans game, it was good. It was a good thing. So don't feel bad because, you know, it was one of those things that happens. 
And uh, you know, I I wasn't I wasn't negative about the game. I thought we could win the game, but I knew it would be a very good test for us uh, as far as a team. And I think we shine in that test other than the bonehead moves. So apprehensive, yes, probably so, because I wanted to see us go against some true guns, and we did. And guess what? We kicked their ass. I love it. <laughs> we got next. Oh, my gosh. Juan Jorge's got my Hey, this is Juan Jorge uh, calling in to voice my opinion on those dolphin faggots. My voice is back. As you heard from the last bone line call, my voice was shot. It was not there, but you know what? I voiced it, and you know what? I'm back. And you know what? Those Dolphin Faggots, before you talk crap, win more than one game. Yeah, we suck last year. Hey, we, might, we, we might suck again this year, but you know what? We won more than one game. So as far as I'm concerned, you need to shut your mouth up, go back to Florida with all your little fishies, and shut up. You guys won one game last year. You guys ain't going nowhere this year. I'll give you guys two three wins, maybe four if you're lucky. Uh, you guys have a decent quarterback now in Pennington. You guys have no receivers, decent running game, but your defense licks nutsack. You guys suck. You will suck. And don't talk about the nation. Come down to Oaktown and say that. I bet you won't because you guys are pussy-ass bitches. Don't talk about the show. Don't talk about it. You guys won one game last year. You have no room to talk. One game. And it was a lucky game. You barely won it. You guys were lucky you won it. I, I hope you're happy with one win. If you think that you guys are great with one win, then sure, go for it. Uh, if that makes you happy, whatever floats your boat. And you know what? Why don't you come down to my house and say that to my face? You won't do it. You won't do it. You a punk-ass bitch. You won't do it. You know what? Because Dolphin fans are scared. We squished the fish last year, and we'll do it again this year. Just watch. The dolphins are going to get run over, and we're going to blow your ass out. So you know what? Come back. Let's hear you. Let's hear you talk again on the bone line. And I, I bet you blocked your number when you called the bone line. Why don't you unblock your number so we have a phone uh, number to call you bitch asses? Oh, but you're probably too scared to do that too. This is Juan Jorge. Remember the name. Remember the name, because you'll be hearing a lot of me. And I'm in Oakland every Sunday, every home game. Come find me if you want, Section 121, Row 10, Seats 11 and 12. Come find me, partner. Peace. Man, Juan, you came in hard on those guys. I mean, hard. You gave me a section number, seat number, and everything. Well, you know we'd be checking your back, partner. They can't come and make no stuff over here. They're Dolphin fans. Sushi? Anybody for some sushi? That's right. That's all there is, man. Squish the fish, skin the fins, whatever. You had it all down to one argument, my friend. One win last season. <laughs> That's all they had. And, you know, as far as that guy spreading his butt cheeks, yeah, I'd spread mine too if I had one win. <laughs> no doubt. And I was happy about it. You need to spread your butt cheeks, partner. That's what I'm saying. Thanks, Juan. Who's next? Raul. Oliveros. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raul Oliveros. Man, that was a pretty good game last night. Some Raiders and them Titans. Too bad we lost on garbage time. But it was very impressive how Michael Bush and Darren McFadden were running through the field. I was a little disappointed that the Raiders didn't try to expose that Titans pass defense that was so weak last year and uh, let Jamarcus get some more throwing. But that one drive where he went down the field, man, Zach Miller, another guy. Everything that goes his way gets caught. Very impressive. I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that this coming year. That defense also, very impressive. And it was very apparent that number 23, D'Angelo Hall, was not there. So I'm sure some of those passes that they caught would not have been caught and maybe maybe had been intercepted. But all in all, good, good, good performance by the Raiders, good performance by the defense, the offense. Um, Johnny Lee Higgins, 
made a couple of key mistakes that literally cost us the game. But that's okay. That's what preseason is all about. You learn from it. You learn, you move forward, you become a better team. On another note, where do these Closet fans come from? Dan the Dolphin? What the f*** is that? A dolphin? And for somebody to talk about spreading butt cheeks? I don't think that's one, one of the things you have to say, my friend, about spreading your butt cheeks because I'm sure you might spread your butt cheeks more than just to, to fart on somebody. And believe me, if you even think about breaking into Raider Greg's house, it's not just Raider Greg that's going to beat you down. It's the whole nation, brother. Recognize that the nation is one family, and no dolphin can ever do anything about that. Looking forward to this next game. Hopefully we'll be passing more. This is Raul Oliveros, and I'm out. Yeah, I thought the Titans game was good too, man. I looked, Our team looked really good. Our defense was very impressive, like you say. Zach Miller. He's already made the connection, like I said. He's made the connection to Russell. That thing is done deal. Russell starts has to start connecting with somebody else too, but that's a great, great connection, obviously. Our running game was awesome, and we didn't throw the ball as much as I was hoping we'd do it because he really needs that practice. And this That would have been a good game too. You're absolutely 100% correct with that. Uh, Johnny Lee Higgins, what can I say? Got to wait for Tyvon Branch to get healed up. And Hall was out because of his broken finger, and uh, we did pretty good with him out. So I think with him in, we do we will do better. But uh, that second team defense, when they started really throwing the ball on us, we were getting pummeled, and we can't have none of that because that looked like shades of last year myself, and I can't handle that shit. Let me tell you right now. So it was a good good deal for us. This Cardinals game is going to be a good test too. Don't don't get me wrong. So we'll be looking forward to that. Who's that, who's next there? It's Archangel. Archangel here, calling from Stone Mountain, Georgia, outside of Atlanta, GA. Just finished watching the Raiders give away another freaking game, although it's preseason. When I knew that they fumbled that ball at that one-yard line, trying to get it in because of Greg Knapp's conservative-ass play calling, which is one of the reasons why his ass got released here in Atlanta when he was the offensive coordinator here, I knew the Raiders were going to lose the freaking game. But uh, I'm calling to say uh, number 30, Sanchez, who got toasted during that last drive when Tennessee went in for the game-winning field goal, he got to go. John Lee Higgins, did good last week, boy. This week, went back to your old race. I hope whoever they got in to um, take his place need to hurry up and get well real soon because, John Lee, you got to go. Anyway, I'm kind of upset over here on the East Coast, kind of late. Going to go ahead and get me a few drinks in me to go ahead and calm myself down because in typical fashion, and I hate to say this, I've been a Raiders fan for over 30 years, and it's gotten to a point now that whenever something happens, I can already predict the outcome of a Raiders game. So once again, they hold true to form, freaking turnovers. Then again, it is preseason. But boy, they better come correct when the regular season starts. Go Raiders. You. Archangel, my brother, don't be bummed, man. I feel everything you're saying. I feel everything you're saying all the way down to the cocktail beverages to ease the pain. I feel it, but I don't feel that way about this team. Don't ask me why. Well, I'll, you can ask me why, and I'll tell you, give all the reasons. But I'll tell you right now, we have all the reasons to be happy. Uh, we got to win them games, though, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> and Craig Knapp did call way too conservative. I think this one here was another conservative play. I think he should have gone against Kiffin. I don't know if he did or not, and say, we need this touchdown. We need to build this role here. Uh, I, they, I know they wanted to give Echemondu the ball because he made the big run, but, man, we needed those seven points to squish this team out. You know what I mean, and that's what happened. Shades of last season, you're damn right. 
Do I think it's going to happen some more? I don't think so, buddy. So I think we're good. Sanchez, yeah, he should be out because he was way out of position. And I mean, I don't know where he was. In another team, another game, another dimension, who knows? (laughs) Higgins got to go? He's got to go too? Tell me Higgins still got to go. We put a lot of money into this cat. We got to see Johnny Lee try to make it happen. So give this kid another chance. Hopefully he won't stay in his old ways. And they beat his ass with a switch, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) And they sent his ass back out in the field to make some good plays. He's a gamer. He should do okay. I don't want him to go because Tyvon Branch has got a broken foot. And he ain't going nowhere in a hurry, buddy. So you're going to look see a lot of Johnny Lee (laughs) in the next couple months. So check it. Good call in, man. Thank you, brother. Who we got next over here? We got the Lizard King in Pat's country. Nathan, this is Blizzard King coming at you from New England. Uh, first order of business, I gotta say, Randy, Greg, love the show. Can't wait to listen to it every week. It, it's just the news I need to to get me through because watching BSPN and just isn't enough. I gotta know what's going on with the Raiders. Anyway, I was listening to the last podcast and. I can't believe those two Dolphin fans that called in. Jesus Christ, talk about immature, you know. I mean, I have friends who are Dolphin fans. I leave them alone. I don't don't beat on them. They don't beat on me. Whatever. But those guys, Jesus Christ. I mean, were they grown men or 12-year-olds? I honestly couldn't tell. At least when we trash a team... We have evidence as opposed to just, oh, you got a bunch of fed slobs. Jeez, some people need to learn how to grow up, you know? All right. Well, we're only four hours away from the Titans game. Let's, uh, let's hope we do good tonight. Catch you later. Thanks for the props, brother. Randy and I always love the feedback because we got to know if we're doing it the right way or what. But it doesn't really matter because we're just doing it the right way. We're doing it the way we roll. That's how we do it. That's how we do it out here. So uh, that's cool. I appreciate all the props. And you know what? You're stuck in Pat's country, and that's a bad place to be because those Pat's fans can be rather obnoxious. That's all right, man. Be loud and proud because, you know, you got to keep the respect. And, uh, yeah, those Dolphin fans, thanks for having my back on that too. And, you know, <laughs> they've been beat pretty bad. So let's see who's coming up next. Raider D, what's up? What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider D. I am calling out of Kansas City. This is my first time calling. I am a rookie member. Been listening to the show for about ooh, two months now, and i got to tell you, I am in fucking love with it. Greg and Randy, you guys are doing a sweet fucking job on getting the Oakland news out to the fans all across the U.S. and the world. Uh, here in the belly of the enemy against these faggot-ass Kansas City chefs over here wearing the yellow mustard and ketchup red, white mayonnaise colors and shit who are the biggest Raider haters in the country. Got to tell you, I am love to be hated, though. Got to represent the silver and black out here. I'm in the rear wearing my jersey, being loud and proud in the middle of this sea of red. Got to tell you, though, I was a little upset with the game, though. Did... Was kind of pleased with our starters. The starters actually did a pretty good job, especially the drive where we actually scored uh, when Jamarcus Russell did throw the touchdown catch to Zach Miller. Loved that shit right there. And got to tell you, Javon Walker, to me, sorry to say, has got to go. He's just he's not pulling it for me. He dropped two big balls that Russell threw to him. But to me, somebody who could take his place that I seen kind of stand out today was Mr. Chillins. Chillins seems to be a pretty badass wide receiver. He's got some hands on him, made a pretty big catch. So, And other than that, I wanted to talk about these dumbass Dolphin fans that came in, that called in to talk shit on us. First of all, these faggot-ass motherfuckers who sit there and listen to the show for no reason want to call in and talk shit all of a sudden on the Raider Nation. 
they need to first of all go fucking get their dick out of the goddamn dolphin's blowhole and get up and be grown-ass men instead of these little pussies who sit around jacking each other off in a fucking circle listening to other fucking teams' radio shows for God knows what. So, other than that, say a what up, Raider Nation. Glad to be a member of the Raider Nation. We'll always represent the silver and black. Can't wait till the Raiders come to Kansas City because I will find all these Raider fans and party up with y'all. So, I'm out of here. This is Raider D from Kansas City. Live it up, Raider Nation. God bless the troops, and God bless you guys. Another guy in condiment country. Would you, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Yeah, Walker should be gone, partner, and Shillin should be in the program. Uh, Walker's a punk. You just heard, you already heard what I had to say about his ass. Get it on the train, next train to Georgia or wherever. Uh, thanks for the props. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, those guys over there in uh, <laughs> in Chiefs country, the red faces, the red-faced Elvis, the red, that whole thing, I, I just don't get it. I don't, is it some kind of Midwestern phenomena? Is that what it is? Because I know the Raider Nation rolls over there too, but I, <laughs> and then they call themselves the Chief Nation. Ugh. I tell you what, man, right now. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you straight and clear. We play to win the game. Edwards, Herm Edwards, is going to be, we play to get our ass kicked here in Oakland. (laughs) And at home, by the way, Padna, you're going to have no problems because I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to go to Kansas City, and you're going to be walking 10 feet high, brother, because the Raiders are going to come into town and take him down. And that you can take to the bank. There you go, man. So we're hoping that game works out for you because we're going to know you're going to be there for sure. Who's next? What's up, Raider Nation? This is the Shady Raider. Javon Walker, are you kidding me? What is this guy trying to do to us right now? I was already worried about it, and now I hear he's trying to fucking retire. Get his shit straight or get rid of him. I don't care what we do with him, but good God, that's fucking ridiculous. Raider Niner game, Michael Bush, Darren McFadden. Actually, all three of the backs. Shit, they all look good. Our running game is going to be good this year, which is awesome. Not sure about Demarcus Russell. I'm not counting him out yet. I want to see more. But if we're running the ball that much, uh, maybe that will help out. Hopefully they'll stack the box and uh, we can let it fly. So that's uh, that's a good thing. Uh, D'Angelo Hall, hurt he's hurt, scared. Want him to get back into the swing of things. I don't know if it's broken, bruised. I've heard quite a few stories on that. Not sure. He's getting a third opinion from what I heard. Um, let's get him back in there. We need that. We need him for that secondary. That'll be a kick-ass secondary. And we can stop the run. Heard that from Kirk Morrison this morning on an interview. And uh, he said they're dedicated to stopping the run, which we haven't done very well lately. So let's, uh, let's uh, commit to that and get it done. Um, Tennessee are coming up. I know it's only preseason, but I am fucking pumped. So let's get it and uh, just keep this uh, the running game going as strong as it is, and uh, it'll be awesome. The only other thing I got to say to you guys is uh, there's uh, not really any Raider people on the radio, and I listen to the radio a lot. I like to listen to football stats and everything, and I love it. But everybody's talking about the Niners, and it's killing me. Um, I think I've heard of you being a firefighter. Um, Maybe you uh, should be on the radio so we can hear more Raider shit all the time, every day, and uh, not just once a week. Not enough. We love it, baby. I don't know what we need to do, but Raider Greg, let's get you on the radio somehow, some way. Let's pull this off. I'll kick down money. I'm sure there's plenty of Raider fans that would love to hear it all day and every day or more podcasts, whatever it takes. I love it. I'm at work listening to it all the time. Sometimes I listen to it a couple times just to keep me busy. So uh, I don't know. Whatever it takes, man, I'm down for the cause. So this is the Shady Raider, and I'm out. Bye. Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Mike. Just calling in the phone line to give my phone to the Raider Nation. Well... It's post-game, 
of the Tennessee Titans versus our Oakland Raiders, which suffered a pretty lame ending to the game, 17 to 16, on a last-second field goal that should have never happened. But hey, I'm all good with it because we look good, and uh, Jamarcus Russell finally started to show those flashes that I've been talking about. You always look for players that show flashes in the preseason and give you a little hope for what they have going down the road. So, pretty happy about that. But uh, it was nice being in the, uh, the chat room um, while watching the game. It's kind of a weird thing, you know, something new, and it's actually pretty cool. It's like watching the game with, like, 15 other people. But, um, yeah, that was pretty cool, other than, uh, you know, people hatching their chickens before they hatch. Or, I don't even know how you really say that. But anyway, as for that uh, that dolphin dumbass, whoever he is, Dan, whatever the hell that guy was that called that last podcast, complete idiot and moron, and I don't even need to, you know, show that guy up because, you know what, if you're calling into a, a, a Raider bone line for Raider fans, then... Uh, you know, you're pretty much a Raider fan anyway, you know, because you're putting the effort in. So, hey, we appreciate the support, Dolphin fans. You know, nothing wrong with supporting the, the silver and black. Anyway, bad loss, but good game. And um, go Raiders. Yeah, it was a lame ending to a game. I couldn't have said it better myself. A lame ending to a great, great game that we produced way more of everything than the Titans, and they were trying to spin it into something positive in Tennessee, and they know they played like shit, and they know they got to keep their game up, and we should be proud with the exception of, yes, a couple of fumble fingers, and that's the way it goes. Russell is an improvement, and he's done he's done a better job. So we're going to see him this week at home throwing them footballs. I want to see him do it right here in front of the crowd. We need to see some action right here in Oak Town, if you know what I'm trying to say. And that's what I'm trying to say. We got to see his action happen here too at home. The chat room was fun during the game. I kind of thought it was cool. It was like being around a bunch of fans. I was by myself. My wife took the kids somewhere. And uh, it was cool, I'm, except for my computer's way away from the TV, so I have to run into my room, put my comment in, jam back to the couch. So people were trying to talk to me. I had a hard time with it, but it's a lot of fun. We should do that every game, which I'm sure will happen. And thanks for having my back on the fishes because, you know, like I said, sushi, brother. You're going to be sushi, dollfish. And here's for those two fish fans out there. <laughs> As we run down the end of our podcast, let me just say this, Dolphin Dave and Dolphin Craig, you're going to see a whole lot of number 29 and number 20 and number 25. So keep those numbers fresh in your melon, Padna, because we're going to run right over you. We're going to run over you, Padna. I love it. This is Raider Greg. Hope you enjoyed the show. We're going to be coming at you again with the post game for the Red Birds, which are going to be dead birds after this game. So, this is Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>